Hey everybody, welcome to Completely Hooked. I'm Angie, and joining me is my beautifully lovely co-host, Maya. Woo, thank you for counting us in, Angie. Today we're going to be getting in on the subject, Toxic Fans, Part 2. We are first going to be talking about Black Oceans, shipping, we're going to talk about weird questions that they ask, and then lastly, we're going to definitely get into Sase Fans. And I know that all of these things are some pretty serious subjects and toxic behaviors. Uh, Not all the time do we know about it. And we just want to become better. And when we see these kinds of behaviors, we want to put an end to it. Yeah, I want to shut it down. We're going to get into the black. Exactly. Shut it down. So, Ange, Black Ocean is your baby. Let's go ahead and get started. Okay, cool. Um, Black Ocean. I don't know if, like, it's not like, I feel like it's not a super common term because not a lot of people know about it. And there's, like, not a lot on it, on the interwebs. But I have seen a couple of, like, YouTube videos and I've read a couple of articles. What Black Ocean is, is at, like, award shows specifically. Like, the Mnet award shows or, like, the comeback stages and stuff like that, yeah. the competition shows. Most of these idols have, you know, they have light sticks, the army bombs, the the little crowns for the VIPs or whatever. So right. these fans, sometimes this is part of the toxic behavior, they will uh, create this non-existent beef between the groups. So like if army, like XOLs, I guess what they're called. Yeah, XOLs. Exoles <laughs> are beefing with Army. They will completely take their light stick down. So when BTS would come onto the stage, it'd be pitch black, and they would still have to perform. Like it'd be completely silent. No screaming. No cheering. No fan chants. No light sticks. No nothing. But there are other people in the in the. In, in these the stadiums or in these, in these, uh, what, are, what do they call studios? Mm-hmm. No army was in there. <laughs> I'm not really sure. This was like at the beginning of their debut age. Okay. Like this is this is this is early BTS. So this was a thing that did happen, and then it's happened to other idol groups too. I just I don't know the names right. of these idol groups, and yeah, they do have fans in the crowd. But when you have, like, if you're an up-and-coming idol group, mm-hmm. sharing the stage with an already established idol group, your fan size is going to be very small. And especially if right. you're an idol group that don't that doesn't have a light stick yet. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. So, I can see that. So, like, at that point, it's like, kinda... for BTS's case, I don't know if Army Bomb existed at that point. Um, so not to say that there was an army in the crowd. I'm saying that if army bombs didn't exist, whereas, yeah, the armies would still be cheering, it's still pitch black if they don't have a light stick to, to wave. So that would have to be like super disheartening for the, you know, for the artists in themselves because it is, it's very like, they have to perform like that out in a looking out at a pitch black crowd staying silent 
All because the fandom of one group decided, oh, well, we don't like you, so we're going to be quiet and not do anything. And sometimes it's a crowd mentality. So even if somebody is a fan of a, the idol group that they're uh, protesting or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've been in a crowd. So what happens when one person cheers? Everybody, Everybody cheers. So what yeah. happens when people start getting quiet? Everybody starts getting quiet. Doesn't matter who you support, you don't want to be the weird one cheering, right? And that's just a group mentality. And that's very common. And that's, and that's not to say that it's it's a bad thing, but that's just how that rolls and that happens. You know what I mean? So it's really, it, it's terrible because these fans and these fandoms are like, well, we don't like you. Well, we don't like you. But hey, guess what? the idol groups and these artists that you're supporting are actually friends with each other. Right? So, like, they're going to your bias and your group and saying, hey, what's up with those fans of yours? Like, and they're going to be like, I don't know. They're crazy. I'm not saying that that's what's going on, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. I can like, imagine. There is room for you to support other groups, not just one. I'm just saying. You know, and Black Ocean, yeah. but it also goes into affecting an artist's mental health. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's already stressful going up on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people with cameras on you doing extremely hard choreography while singing and maintaining your breath without passing out to look out and see and to see and hear nothing that'll shake anybody i agree you know and that's just it's not that's not cool that's not cool at all and have room in your heart for more than one idol group on like the same subject, I had seen a video where um, fans say, let's just say it's because uh, I don't remember the groups per se, but say it's like um, a uh, girls' generation concert, and Blackpink uh, fans buy out all of the seats for the girls' generation. Um, concert and then they don't show up or they sit there and are super quiet the whole time yeah that's 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 basically the same thing as black ocean it is basically the same thing that falls under the black ocean umbrella because they have done that that's that's bananas you know i'm just like i'm just like i'm trying to find like a nice word to say but like or a you know appropriate clean word to say but that's bananas you know what i'm saying yeah but that's i'm gonna great. i'm also gonna call it like you say that's just mean it's so mean like, it's mean and then do you have money to just play around with where you can buy tickets and not show up for it 
like, really? You need you need something to do with your life. Yeah, like you need to pivot that into something productive. Honey, because if Jordan would have done something like that, the Jordan's my daughter. If she would have done something like that, um, mm, with the hard earned money that I made, or it just mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, honey, that would not fly in my household. No, no. I would have found out the meanness that would have happened. No. No, that would not fly. No. It's just, and it's, look, and I'll tell you this, though. It seems like this is something that happened quite often, like, in the early teens, you know, like 2014, 2015, 2016. I don't know. I don't think, I'm not, at least... I have not recently heard of anything like that happening now. It just seem, it does seem like, you know, they're trying to pivot, at least these artists are trying to, I, I hate to use this term, but I don't have anything else, any other word to say. It seems like these artists and groups are trying to train the fans ah. into being okay with them interacting with other idol groups and letting them know, hey, it's okay if you like us and these guys. We can all be friends. Right. But that's not their job. I know, it's not their job. <laughs> it's not their job. You know, why do our why do the artists have to scold fans? That's what mommies and daddies are for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get your life together. Don't no, this is ridiculous. But to be fair, honestly, the mommies and daddies probably don't even know what their kid is doing. And sometimes it's not even the kids. Sometimes it's just grown people. Like people in their twenties participating in these things and it's not okay or at least participated in these things right right and i'm just like no see and this is why i'm glad that i got into k-pop and all this when i did because i'll tell you what if i like this back when it was happening this would be a whole different conversation i couldn't record anything at all because the things that would be flying out of my mouth would not be very wholesome just to be honest because it's hard not to be emotional about it because it's not right agreed yeah it's not right Mm -hmm. so and i just that's very toxic to me at least back then now now with these fourth generation k-pop groups like everybody's friends with everybody and i'm here for it and it's good that it's becoming more publicized that they are friends with each other. Mm-hmm. Because before, it, they they made it seem like it was so they had, it had to be so secretive, you know, and and that they and, couldn't like each other. They couldn't be friends, right? Or people from different labels or entertainment companies couldn't be friends with these people. Well, that's not true. I mean, I've seen like um, who was it? Um, Jungkook saying that he was on uh, Kakao with a couple of other, and he lists them by name, you know, who they were, you know, that he was from different 
idol groups from different labels that he was friends with on Kakao. And they would talk ever so often whenever, whenever they could. Right. You know, and some of them, you know, couldn't have phones, so they couldn't even, you know, they would only talk at these performances that they would do on like Emmet or the um, countdowns or, you know what I'm saying, the, the awards shows or the comeback stage shows. Right. That would be like the only time that they would be able to, you know, talk and see each other. Right. But they still did. They, they talked and this, you know, they were friends. I mean, like Jackson and, and Om June, Jackson and RM. Classic. I mean, like, although it looked painful. <laughs> to be clear, it looked painful for RM. Jackson's a social butterfly. But I love that Jackson would always call RM out on his nonsense. He would be like, you know, I try calling RM and say, hey, let's go hang out. And he's like, oh no, I'm too busy. And RM's like, please stop putting my business out there. And Jackson's like, what? I'm just trying to hang out, bro. (laughs) Yes. It's cute. It is cute. It's cute. I, whatever, whatever other little relationships that you know showed up because I believe like you, Yum from Got uh, Seven was friends with Jungkook, and you know it's they're all in the same age range. Mm-hmm. You know they were both maknes in the group, so yeah, of course they would have more in common. It, it just it's sad to think that they wouldn't or they're so isolated that they would not be friends with other people. Right. Why why do why do we need to think like that? Like it just doesn't make any sense for me. It really doesn't make any sense. Why would you want them? Why would you want them to live a life so isolated that it's just the fandom and, the, and that's it? Yeah. Yeah, the fandom and them and that's it. Why would you want somebody to be that isolated in life? I don't know. It's that's so depressing. It is very depressing. <laughs> My goodness. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I know, but it's like cute now, like because with these fourth generation, I don't know if y'all, um, anybody out there has ever watched that reality show that came out, I think last year or whatever, called Kingdom, where it was like a bunch of idol groups competing for I I don't even know. I don't know the premise. I don't know. But what I do know is that it was um, the, the groups they had on it was ATs, Stray Kids, B2B, uh, The Boys. This sounds really big. Yeah, I don't know. It was I'm like, look, I'm going to need to go look it up. I'm so behind on like variety shows. It's so hard to get like full episodes or like a whole season if it's not on Vicky and it's hard to get on on YouTube. And if you do get it on YouTube, sometimes the quality is so bad. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. You kind of have to dig. I, I found yeah. a couple of things. Um, most of the stuff I get from uh, people who make compilations of it, mm. which, you know, it's enough for me, um, at least. So, to get the highlights. To get the highlights. highlights of the compilations. 
Uh-huh. But like, okay, the members of Stray Kids and the member of ATs, they're basically best friends. Like, it's so adorable. Like, that's cute. Because two of them, like Wu Young and Chang Bin, Wu Young from ATs and Chang Bin yeah. from Stray Kids. From what I understand, and if I am incorrect, somebody correct me in the messages or the comments, but I do believe they went to high school together. So they're high school friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, if, that, if that's true, that's really cool. And they, like, they've never missed a beat. It's like you and I. Like, when they're together, they're, can't tell them nothing. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's really, really heartwarming. You know, you know? Even in the same field. Mm-hmm. They both are, you know, doing what they wanted to do back when they were in high school. That's so cool. Right. You know, that's so... And then, like, there's a clip on Mnet because during that whole competition, they had to do, like, a chemistry test where, like, they had, like, 120 seconds or, like, two minutes to ask each other questions. And most of them were like, why does this feel like a blind date? I'm a little uncomfortable, right? So, um, <laughs> Songwa from ATs was paired with Lino from Stray Kids. And Songwa is super shy and very soft-spoken until he sings and they those two were both born in 98 and Songwa asked them very nicely he asked Lee no he says do you hang out with other people that are were born in 98 and Lee knows like yeah when I can he says well the next time y'all hang out can can you invite me because I'd like to go oh. too. <laughs> and I'm like over here, like, oh my God, no, they're so freaking adorable. Oh, cute aggression yeah. triggered so hard. But like, <laughs> that's what we want to see. That's what we like. Like, I don't know. Like the people that are like, oh no, you can't talk to other idol groups. No, no, no. We're gonna black ocean you. Don't turn on your light stick. Everybody be quiet. Yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to go to your little corner. You can't participate in this. Right. Okay, because this is what we want. This is the content we're living for. Okay, because it was so adorable. I'm gonna have to show you later after this because you are gonna be so cute aggression triggered with me. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you the late. Oh my gosh. That, I guess that kind of also like runs into shipping. <laughs> it does. I was segueing into shippers. 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 Um, I wish that it didn't have the connotation that it has because shipping just comes from the end of like like friendships relationships right and i know it like for me i don't know of anybody else but shipping came became like i knew of it started becoming a thing like in the literary world where you know you read these book series and you have these main characters that you want to see together so for me it's more of a 
relationship shipping. That's what I, that's what I uh, associate shipping with is in a romantic relationship type of way with two, two fictional characters. Two fictional characters. Not real life people. Right. I, I do yes. Yes. I'm with you on that. I've I've because we're from a different generation, that's how we knew what shipping was back then. And then even that's- when we were in like probably like high school or whatever. I guess shipping, I would, I ship you guys together, you know, like that's kind of, that's kind of the the word that I thought it was, I, I thought that it was, you know, associated with like trying to, like you are not with that person, but you really want them, you really, yeah. I, I could see you two being together. Yeah, you ship them. You ship them in a relationship. Yeah. But like, I yeah. like it when it comes down to just wholesome friendships it's cute you know but shipping in the medicine world or just the the world of k-pops and idols and has a very toxic side to it yes just side note we're millennials just to you know for anybody out there we're not actually from a different generation Uh, elder millennials millennials Millennials. Yes, elder. Elder. Millennials. Maya, <laughs> why do you insist on constantly making us seem old? <laughs> no, I want to say like, like there is a, a subsection of millennials that I don't want to be put in with. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Look, but shipping is an elder millennial term. Oh, okay, Angie, you win. Okay, I know this because my sister and I are both millennials. Shipping started to become a thing right around Twilight. Are we? Yes, you're right. That That's an elder millennial term. And it okay, started in I... the literary world. At least here. Okay, okay. you've made your point. Thank you. Not call this elder millennials again. Let's move on. (laughs) (sighs) Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. So some of the most toxic parts of that is when, like, uh, I'm gonna use BTS for reference because that's easy. It's just easy, right? (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Right. The shipping there is so hard. But it's, it's also so hard. toxic the way they ship them. When it becomes like romantic shipping, mm-hmm. and I've seen some really crazy fan art. Oh and and oh and fan pages to these ship shippers, like take cook shippers are Maya, Maya, that's not even, that's the tip of the iceberg. Girl, let me tell you about these shippers on Wattpad. The whole thing is nothing but BTS fanfic. And it's all revolving around 
JK, Jimin, and, and V. Wow. I had to get off of Wattpad because, like, I want to say, like, five years ago, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> but now it's prey. <laughs> oh, no. Mary, uh, Mary was here. She, we'd be here for the next 30 minutes while she went on a tangent while she doesn't breathe about how she can't stand the fact that she can't go onto Wattpad to find a normal story. It's all BTS fan fiction and she's tired of seeing them ship all the members with each other, but mainly it's these three and she's just tired of seeing it. Blah, blah, blah. That, that, that. But that's not our, that's not our boys. You know, and it's so unfair to them too because they grew up like brothers. Yeah. You know? And to have all, just just to even say that they don't have a better relationship, they have a better relationship with two people in the group, you know, than other, or one other person in the group than they have with all the other ones is completely not fair. It's not truthful and it's not right. Correct. But I do like my, you know, videos on Instagram where I see like Namjoon and Cookie, you know, Namjoon's being kind of a daddy figure and whatnot. Those are cute. Yeah, you know, it's cute, but the it's just it's again not fair mm-hmm. for the whole picture, the realistic picture. Right. Exactly. And that could easily bring a division in the group. Yeah. I mean, thankfully it hasn't. I mean, I think I've I've seen like a uh a video where they were making fun of each other, seeing who was the most popular at the time. And you can even like Google it and see who's the most popular searched uh, BTS member, and it'll come up in a year bar form. You know, oh, like, <laughs> yes, like it'll come up, and like in two thousand, you know, I can't say like two thousand six, two thousand twelve. V was the, you know, and then Jimin the next year, and then. You know, but it it does show that and they make fun of each other because of it. But it also, it stings a little. Yeah, because they're human. Right. I don't, I mean, I know I'm cute, but I want, I want to be, you know, looked at. I want to be looked at too. I'm cute. (laughs) I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm okay. But I'm also look at me, but don't look at me. <laughs> right, like sugar getting proposed every time they go on V Live. Like, no. look, it's funny, but like aggravating because they're like, he's not even here. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. All right, I don't want to get get off the subject of shipping. Do you have anything else? No, because it also happened, like, BTS is the easiest, but um, recently, when I scroll through, like, YouTube, they're doing the same thing with members of APs, specifically just two members of APs, and I'm like, y'all need to stop, and the problem is, I think they're inferring the affection that they have with each other as romantic instead of familial. Right. And it's like you, I, and again, I, for lack of a better term, because I don't 
want to come across sounding harsh, but it's just going to come out that way. I think a normal-minded person can look at a video of two guys that have grown up in the same industry in the same group and went through the same things together be affectionate physically and see a brother bond whereas somebody who does not have that normal way of thinking see something romantic right I think that's also a cultural thing it comes down to culture too and understanding you know people I can't relate to like a brotherly affection certain in certain ways because like we're not that affectionate like that you know what I'm saying but like I have affection with my daughter that's completely different and I can see that in you know other you know being as familiar you know family right affection and it's not going to happen with anybody else but right. then me and you, you're my, you're my family. And yeah. I would do stuff like smack you on the butt. Of course. And be like, oh, looking good, girl. Get it, get it, get it. You yeah. know, that's not romantic. That's family. Right. And it's, it, it, you can't, you can't put them in that box of it being romantic because these kids literally grew up together. Mm-hmm. They were Babies, and I say babies. You know, you know, some of them are like ten, teenagers, twelve. You know, those formative years growing up together. Mm-hmm. That's when you make your real bonds and friendship. You know, uh, yeah. during those those formative years, right? The adolescent into teenage years. So, so if one of the group members is a little butt grab happy. <laughs> Lino butt hunter. <laughs> and all of them are just laughing because it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. You know you have a friend that is butt grab happy or a fighter. It's the same, it's the same thing. Yes. Yes. Stop trying to make it what more than what it actually is. Right. And the thing with I spent like with Lino, look. Stray Kids, they do a lot of comeback stages, I've noticed. They are on everything when they come back. Like, it's a constant thing. And it's stressful. And you can, at least for me, and I'm sure other people can tell too, Lino grabs the butts because it releases the tension on the stage. It's his way of getting the members to lighten up and not be so serious. Okay, because... They're brothers. It's like lighten up. This is the 17th stage. You want me to grab your butt? Give it a little squeeze? Got you, boo. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's just let's be that's just the way it is. No, uh, here's the thing. Nobody says anything about football players being like that. Right? Or, right? No, not just football players. Any <sighs> sports player ever. The amount of, I'm sorry, the amount of grab ass I see on a field <laughs> or on a basketball court or on a soccer field is way more than I ever see in 
like on stage or on a, on a variety show or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talked about like shipping within a group too, but we haven't like talked about shipping between boy idol and girl idols because that gets messy. Dude, I haven't I mean, even heard the only like okay again I'm new so like the only shipping I ever hear about is boy on boy shipping no there are boy and girl shippings and it becomes messy between the idol groups it becomes messy between the girl and the boys girls are the ones that get in the most trouble because you know boys get away with murder you know but if it's a girl that that has uh you know a boyfriend or a love interest in any kind of way they get shunned they get oh it's just it the amount of backlash that happens that is for terrible movie. it's it, it is it's really it's awful so uh death threats all kinds of stuff it gets really 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 nasty and it's not fair to the girl because she don't even like the dude you know what i'm saying she's like i'm not even trying to holler like that right exactly she could be liking somebody completely different and you know on a slick or whatever but everybody ships these two together oh we want to see you know uh this person and this person you know together and it's gonna be wonderful and no she's like no, I know this dude, and he's crap. He nasty. <laughs> he nasty. I ain't touching that. You know what I'm saying? So, or, or she's just not interested in boys at all at the time, or it's just, it doesn't matter what it is. Shipping can get way out of hand, and then it's not that person's fault. Right. It's fan-made. It is, and then the backlash that happens is just not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not. And I, again, on part one, we talked about apologies and apologize, uh, idols apologizing for things that are not in their control. And this is one of those things. A yeah. lot of girls have had to apologize to fans because they were shipped with this person. And now there's this, all these rumors going around about them dating and she can't she's getting death threats or she can't go anywhere without you know somebody ruining her her day about the shipping with such and such you know and about the terrible rumor yeah that's ridiculous it, that's that's super toxic it shouldn't get to that point it it shouldn't happen period and a lot of people it's just, again, I'm just sorry. I'm just going to say it. It's not fair. It's not right. Let's not do it. And why does it only happen to the girls? Why are the boys held to that standard? But I feel like that's that, another topic for another day. That is another topic because, you know, that's just, it, yeah, that's another topic. Because it, it doesn't just happen in, in this arena. It happens here in America, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's everywhere. I think girls are held accountable more than what when what boys are, but I think that 
a human problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a gender problem, apparently. Like, um, you know, again, we're gonna pause that. We're gonna put a pin in that topic. Yeah, we are. We'll go ahead and move on to the next subject because we talked about shippers for quite a bit. We did. We did. All right. The next part is definitely on you as well because I didn't do any research on it. <laughs> I mean, and when I say like research, I just because I know this probably happens like often, and this is how this topic came up came to be. I was watching Weekly Idol mm-hmm. with Stray Kids. And there is a segment on Weekly Idol where the fans like write in what they want the idols, like the group to do or whatever the artists do. It's called a wish list segment, right? So the idols have to fulfill the, the wishes of the fans, you know, the production crew picks it. And That's scary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is have, very scary. I hate to have that job, you know. How do you have that job picking out which ones the <laughs> is manageable? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Which one's not gonna cause Go the most controversy? <laughs> I bet they see some doozies. Right. I'm not even gonna lie. Right. I would couldn't pay me enough to have that job anyway. So what the wish list. One of the wishes, some of the wishes for Stray Kids, they wanted to know these these fans, and I'm not going to classify them because I don't know. They could be girls, they could be guys, both, whatever. They wanted to know the specific measurements of specific members in Stray Kids. Me- measure- measurements? Measurements. Like, they... Like, are they making the suit? for them. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little <laughs> weird and creepy to me because all I can think of is Helga from K. Arnold and her Arnold shrine in her closet. Like, Ooh. you know, because they wanted to know Han and Felix's waist size. Oh, Han, Felix, and Bang Chan's waist size. Um, they wanted to know how big Sungmin's hands were. Okay. And they also wanted to know, wait for it, the circumference of Lee Nose Thigh. That, that's so weird. Why don't you just ask him for his end seam and his his, his chest measurements? And, but no, it's not even all of that. It's waist size, hand size, and the circumference of one of their thighs. I would have been very... Oh, wait, I'm not done. Oh, 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 my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. There's one more. And this, uh, if that wasn't creepy enough... The last but not least, they wanted to know how wide Ian's smile was. I've never 
Do I have a tape measure around here? I don't know, like how, how big is my smile? Like I've never thought of that as a question to ask anybody. How wide is your smile? It basically is like, how big is your mouth when you smile? Right. Ew, with that information, that's just so creepy. Yeah. There's nothing that's, no. Like, what do you and need that made... for? Huh? Like, I don't understand what you need that information for. Why, why does anybody need I mean, are you a tailor? Are you making a life-size replica of these men? Yes, but even if you were, no, like, sm smile, really? No, I'm sorry. I My mind goes to like the most creepiest corners with that information. No. Did they divulge any of that information to them? Yes, they measured them on camera. Oh my God. And they still- They enabled that freaking behavior. Oh. They're like, oh, look, I happen to have a handy dandy measuring tape right here. Let me measure no. your waists. Let me measure no. your hand. Lee, you, you, no, 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 give was, me that thigh. No. No, no. I was completely happy, you know, in the 90s when we would get our J14 magazines. <laughs> and have like a, a profile of you know Backstreet Boys, their birthday, their favorite foods, you know what they like to do in their spare time, stuff like that. I was completely happy with that information. There is nothing in my brain that would make me want to know the circumference of Brian Luttrell's thigh. <laughs> that's not what I think about <laughs> what that's not what I was not that's not the first thing yeah. that comes to my mind of things I would like to know about a group that I like no right I it's not it's not something yes it's not something I would think of mm -mm. I'd be like would you like to eat mac and cheese all right let's do it <laughs> but like that oh no I'm sorry there's nothing else I could say about that it's that's crazy and I can't believe that that was something that was allowed how embarrassing for them and I can see how I don't know it's so weird it's like, uh, uh, no don't reward bad behavior like that no like, that should have been okay. on the, we're not going to do this list when you're going through these things. You know what I mean? Whew. Like, and I'm sorry. That is sussing behavior. It is. And it, it incites that behavior. Yes. Okay. So we're going to move on to sussing because that is, uh, if you don't know what a sasang is, it's the word for uh, crazed stalker. And their type of behavior is, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Some of the things that happen to these idol groups. And if you are 
going to debut and this is something that you want to do, you are going to deal with sassangs. Unavoidable. Unavoidable, completely unavoidable. But some of the things that they've done makes me want to throw up. Just completely. There is an entire network for these other sussing. Just hold on. Let me just let me re, re let me re say that there is an entire network set up by sussings for sussings to get information about your idol that you want and the money that is being exchanged for all of these for this information is in the hundreds of thousands oh my god yes and they will test you to make sure that you are sussing and not the police or any other three-letter word any three-letter company coming after you are you serious it gets so serious i've heard we have the paparazzi you know we have the paparazzi and they have their little network and and whatnot but sasangs have like a very deep deep network can i pause you for a moment yes we have paparazzi but paparazzis are doing that purely for money right okay they only interested in getting paid this is A whole different ball game. They don't want the money. They want the idol. They do. And there's so many disgusting behaviors that come along with that. Of course, getting the information, the information network is the, is the top thing that needs to be ended. It, it really does. It needs to be ended because that is the beginning. <laughs> like, of the really horrible things that um, that happen to these idols, like um, flight information, hotel information that can be sold, um, Instagram uh, hacking into their phones, all that kind of stuff happens on this network for sasangs, and you apparently have to be assessing to find it and I'm like that's crazy I don't have time like that I don't have the brain (sighs) capacity for that and that's that's not even like the worst of it but that's just something that needs to be controlled and they need to have like I said a three-letter company you know like FBI CIA I don't know what it is in in, in Korea, but whatever it is in Korea, they need to be finding this and shutting it down completely. Yeah. But the other things that happen are uh, uh, <clears throat> sorry. The other things that happen with Sasangs are things like being attacking fans, mobbing the idols knowing where they're going to be at and completely mobbing them. Jackson had gotten into a car crash going to the airport. Oh my God. And he was like visibly limping because a group, a a car full of sasangs 
wasn't paying attention or they were trying to get his attention and crash in the back of his car. <gasps> and so he had, oh my God, it was, it was very visible. He, he was in pain. Oh my God, that is terrifying. But he's so sweet. He didn't file any charges and he thought more about the fans. He was like, I want you guys to be safe. This isn't safe behavior. Please, you know, just, I, 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 I want to see you guys too, but let's please be safe. And there are other times when Jackson was mobbed at, at an airport. Again, these people were just hoarding over him and just with their cameras trying to take pictures and his bodyguards couldn't get, you know, get him out of it. And he's literally crouched on the ground with his, you know, hands over his head, just screaming, please stop it. Please stop it. You know, I can't, I can't please let me leave. You know, he was begging for them to stop. Oh my God. No. How can you not have a heart? Like how, first of all, how selfish are you? That, that's like, to do that to another person, period, is selfish. They're literally on the ground begging, please let me leave, please let me leave. And you're like, no, I want you. No, they need to go. Right? Oh, I think I just don't think that he, I I don't think he had sufficient enough. Um, what is it called? Uh, security. He didn't have sufficient enough security. But even the mass amount of people would have overwhelmed anybody. Same thing happened to um, uh, Girls' Generations. Hey, Young. Not Tiang. Tiang. I think it's Tiang. And she was mobbed by her uh, an airport, uh, an airport mob. You know, they were there and they, she was on the ground. She was actually, the weight of all the people pushed her to the ground. And her security guard had to pick her up and grab, you know, just pick her up and take her out of there. Wow. You know, amongst the group. Yeah. And she apologized too to the crowd and said that, you know, they need to, be safe and you know I was just like are you kidding me why are you apologizing for Sorry, their bad behavior <laughs> I would have scolded no. no remember we watched that video it was the same girl where the fan had the guy had came on the stage and tried to pull her off the stage yeah that same no that poor girl what is oh my god she needs like a perimeter around her at all times. <laughs> at all times, poor thing. Yeah, she had uh, a fan, a guy came on the stage as she's performing, as she's performing with Girls' Generation and tried to pull her off the uh, the stage. Yeah, like physically pick her off the stage. He's like, hey, you're coming with me. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? And you know what made me mad about that video? is that only one of her members stopped their performance and noticed what was going on and was like, oh yeah, no, we're not doing this today. While all the other girls right. just kept on going and we're like, oh, okay, so we don't they, care if one of our members gets kidnapped? Cool, okay. 
well you had to watch the whole video and because they did eventually like see like it was sunny sunny did see what was going on she was the first to notice because she was right next to her but like yeah you're right there were some other ones next to her too that could have been like what's going on you know what what's going on you know and then once they finally noticed what was happening then the rest of the group came over and surrounded her and was like, oh no, uh-uh, this ain't happening. And then they left off the stage. I don't know how he got behind behind stage like that, mm-hmm. got on the stage like that, especially with no credentials. Right. He didn't even have a lanyard on from like what no. I, the video I watched with you, he didn't even have a lanyard. So we're just, is that what we were doing? We're just, does that mean like I could have just walked backstage free and clear and be like, right. hey, I'm just hanging out. I promise I'm not gonna kidnap anybody. Now he he had his suit on and what looked like a little book bag, like he was a businessman, but still he did not look like he belonged there. There are so many security issues with that one Sasang fan that could have been stopped. It could have been stopped. That was a completely avoidable situation. And the, okay, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go on. I'm just gonna move on to how some K-pop groups have dodged being kidnapped and how one group, Vix, actually got kidnapped. (laughs) Oh, I think I remember that. I think I remember that story. It was actually, it was premeditated. They were in Kazakhstan and they got on the bus and the bus driver got on and was like, and they, I think the manager just asked them like, hey, what, you know, where are you taking them? And he's like, well, we're going to go to the airport, but the airport security, you know, it's going to take a, take a while getting there. So, you know, just relax and I'll, I'll get them there. Mm-hmm. They, he closes the door and leaves. And the manager realizes that that something's not right. Right. (laughs) Because they're not going in the direction. And the manager is just chasing the bus, screaming. The boys are like, it was believable, so they went to sleep. But when they woke up, they were at this really ritzy hotel with a whole bunch of security. And they went into this room lounge area where there was a whole bunch of food and drinks and whatnot. And uh, the manager finally found them. They couldn't get into the building because it was the princess of Kazakhstan who wanted, not, yeah, is it the princess? It, no, sorry, not princess. It was the president's daughter. She might as well have been a princess. I mean, tomato, tomato at this point. Right. It really doesn't matter. But like, she wanted to meet them and premeditated kidnapping them before they got on their airplane to meet them personally. Wow. Right. So yeah, that was pretty bizarre. I don't have the money for kidnapping. (laughs) Kidnapping an entire boy group. Well, you know, when you're the president's daughter of an entire country... Yeah, you can you can swing it. <laughs> you can swing it, but still, like that—that's just... so creepy. Why couldn't you have reached out to management and set up something before the concert? Because they were obviously in Kazakhstan 
doing a concert, pardon me, you could have you could have done something legal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're the president, so I'm like, if you can organize a kidnapping, you could have called management and be like, hey, I'm the president's daughter, give me backstage passes. I am pretty sure they would have accommodated you. Correct. Anybody would have accommodated you, but kidnapping, that's a bit much. There were some other, um, like, irreprehensible behaviors, like um, licking the toilet seats after their idol left the bathroom. And they have pictures of them licking the toilet seats after. I'm not a fan of equal eye. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's just gross. I move on. The next one that's that's completely and utterly ridiculously bad behavior is um, sending them blood letters where they've written a letter in either their own blood or they write a letter and then like sprinkle it with their blood. I think that's a management. <laughs> I think that's a management thing that can that needs to not allow. Somebody should be pre-opening their mail and not allowing this to get to them. You, you have like the. The, the weirdest face right now, like the most disgusted. I have no words to say. Because I don't have any words to say. Once again, I'm speechless. <laughs> and I, I've never, I, I, I've heard of, you know, stalkers and whatnot in the United States breaking into actors' homes and stuff like that. But I've never heard of this kind of really extreme behavior in the States. It may be like covered up more. Well, I, don't know. I think that because here in the States, when when that happens, it gets nipped in the bud pretty quickly. There's no room for escalation. Like if you, if you, first of all, it, it would stop at licking the toilet seat. Let's just be frank. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like some sort right, of government right, right, agency right. is going to knock on that person's door and be like, yeah. Yeah, like the toilet seat. We're not doing that anymore. And if we catch you do anything else beyond that, we're coming back for you with handcuffs. Right. Or straight jacket. Right. You right. choose. You choose. Your <laughs> and I okay. don't like talking about Ollie London. I really don't like talking about Ollie London, but like his... And I know people that have change their features to look more like an actor or actress. You know, it, that's nothing new. It's nothing new under the sun, but his behavior just really 
like I love the way that you say it. It flirts with that sussing line. It does. It does. <laughs> it's a he does flirt with it with that kind of behavior. It's really crazy. If you haven't or don't know who Ollie London is, um, don't look him up. No, I don't even like to give his YouTube channel a look or a no. view at all but I'm just gonna say like his what he's done is change himself to try to look like Jimin from BTS which didn't work it did not work he's from you know the UK there's no way that with his bone structure and everything that he was going to look anywhere near like Jimin but his his I mean, I, I want to say behavior, but it's not behavior. His, he's, he's lost his mind. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not healthy. He's been on Dr. Phil about his, his issues with trying to be like Jimin. And his delusion is so strong that he, he he believes his own lies. That's how strong his delusion is. And it's out of control. It's absolutely disgusting. Jimin has never given, you know, any, he hasn't, what's the word? I'm sorry. He has Jimin never has acknowledged. Never acknowledged it. Him, his behavior, anything. He's never acknowledged it. And kudos for Jimin, because I would have been put an end to Ollie. <laughs> I think <laughs> everybody would have. Right. And if you go look at his YouTube channel, and if you uh, look at his videos and stuff, that's that's just him making more money off of off of Jimin Mm -hmm. reputation and who Jimin is and that sucks so I refuse to go and look anymore I have looked at other YouTube channels that have you know kind of bashed Ollie London and I don't say that I agree with them (laughs) but I don't agree with what he's doing at all and that kind of behavior, he's not going to change. But I do yeah. want to see him in like 10 years, even five years, see if he actually wakes up to what he's actually done. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to be hopeful, honey. I, I, I really do hope like he wakes up one day and is like, what did I do? I don't know. We could talk forever and ever about sussing fans because there's so much out there. Educate yourself on their behaviors, some of the things that they do. What I do like about some of these fans is that they know who the sussing are. Right. And they have called out their behaviors. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, taken pictures of these people that have been blacklisted and have it posted everywhere so that all the other fans know that this person is a sasang. They are uh, a threat to the artist mm-hmm. and to stop them. Right. Because sometimes the artist can't do it. Right. The artist and the companies can't do it for, you know, legal reasons. Right. But as long as we're not putting our hands on them and we're making sure that the artists are not getting, you know, hurt by them anymore, I feel like that's, it's perfectly healthy to do. Agreed. Agreed. I've seen it on Twitter where, like, a Sussing fan will start acting a fool and all of a sudden you see these screenshots from other fans be like this is a sasang uh circulate it make everybody aware do not participate we're gonna shut it down right now it's like this unofficial little squad that lives in the twitterverse for each fandom that like it's like i feel like it's like a batman scenario where like the alarm bells go off and the and the lights go off, or the bat signal gets shine, shown in the sky. Sussing, sussing, sussing. <laughs> Time to go to work. <laughs> right? Time to go to work. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the way it plays out in my head, but, you know. As long as it's not, we're not being negative like threatening them in a like completely negative way like you should die that kind of stuff is not nice it's not nice it's not to be condoned but to make sure that they're not doing something that's harmful to the artist is Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a a civic duty i mean i agree with that yes well it's just like anything like it's just like anything like if you see something bad happening say something because then you're part of the problem if you stay quiet Mm -hmm. I like that and on that note I'm going to leave this alone I'm not going to talk about sussings anymore because I feel like we can do like two whole other episodes on sussings and their behavior it just I think it's also going to get a whole lot more recognition, especially what happens to be at the um, Grammys. At the Grammys. At the Grammys, yeah. I, it's, it's out of control. And mm. I think, it, like I said, I think it's going to get more of a, it, it is getting more mm, publicity that they have these kinds of fans out there that they need to be stopped. Yep. And long time coming, I feel. A very long time coming because it's there, like I said, there are some some labels that do not have the resources to protect their artists like they should. Mm -hmm. And some of them that don't have the clout with the media to protect their artists like they should. Right. And legally, there's so much that they can't do. Right. So it, it needs to be it needs to be revised and done better. Exactly. It, it, it does. And especially on our parts, as the fans, we have a certain amount of power 
we should use our powers for good. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Again. We were bestowed with this power. We need to wield it for good. All right. Y'all, this is really, really fun to do. Um, toxic fans. It's behavior that we really, really just wanted to throw out there. And if you are a K-pop fan, this is just a part of it. It sucks, but we can be better as, you know, better people. We can be better people. We can. And just like with anything. Yeah. Just like with anything, you always have to take the good with the bad, but we can also minimize the bad. So it's not too much can't ever get rid of it you're always gonna have these types of people but like we said it is our job to call out the behavior and shut it down Mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening please check out our instagram account um at completely hooked (laughs) completely hooked Thank you. Um, also, well, you go. No, 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 you go. You go. No, because I lost it. You go. <laughs> okay. Well, also, um, please rate us, review us, give us some stars on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Uh, we enjoy feedback. We love feedback. Um, and it also helps, you know, when you're searching for episodes to come up. So the more you rate us, the more you review us, the easier it is to find us because we love you and we want to be with you always. And also Maya created an amino account. I don't know what that is. Yes, we are on the app called Amino. Uh, it is a huge forum, has different uh, different sections. We are in the K-pop section. We are also have our own little page where we will be doing some exclusive content for our Amino apps only. Uh, come uh, and leave your comments there, share your stories. You know, I want to hear from you guys, and uh, if you are on Amino, please just join us. We will love, I would just love to spend time with you guys. Anything other than that? Nope. Man, we're out. out. So, <laughs> until next time, guys. Peace. Peace. Okay, so.